Lord Jesus, thank you for today. Thank you for this crisp, cool Tuesday morning. And uh, Lord, we thank you for in advance for the opportunities that you uh, have uh, laid in front of us for today. And again, just ask you to help us quiet our thoughts and um, our mind for all the things that we've got to do today and help us just really focus right now um, on you um, and for those that are listening later in the day that you can help them just take a minute and just really take a deep breath and focus on you this morning. And uh, again, I thank you for my friend, Mark McConnell. I thank you for his leadership. Just ask you to bless him this morning. Speak through him to us, Lord. Bless him and his uh, marriage and his relationship with his kids and coworkers and clients, Jesus. We, we just love you and we praise you this morning. Amen. Mark McConnell, thank you for leading again. Oh, you're welcome, Jerry. It's a pleasure. So, uh, hello, tribe. Good morning. And um, I was inspired last week by Dakota when he was on and, and talked about work. Yeah. And work is worship. And a couple things he said were the uh, uh, worship is an expression of our love for God. And if we work as worship, uh, and when we work as worship, uh, it becomes an expression of our love for God. And um, yeah, he said uh, it's no longer toilsome, but redeemed mm. and delightful. And uh, I got to thinking about that because he was talking about being work being a delightful thing and God started out the whole creation with uh, work being a delightful thing. He, he created the earth and he, he was doing his work and he worked on six days and rested and, and work was a creative concept and a creative process and it was delightful. And then sin came into the world and, and sin is what, uh, you know, we, we, we acknowledge is, uh, gets in the way of the delight of work. Um, and uh, so anyway, I thought that was really intriguing, and especially for us in, in the construction trades, uh, the parallel between God creating the earth yeah. and bringing order out of chaos. Yeah. And uh, what we do as a construction community, what we get to do yeah. as constructors, as people that actually make something. And so I was going to read Genesis 1, 1, and 2. And in Genesis 1, 1, and 2, God says, everyone knows this, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. Mm. And then God said, and he spoke the world into, in, into being through his word. So he created. He was a creative force. and in the construction trades, we get the privilege of doing what God did in the beginning, bringing order out of chaos. And the other thing is we get to do it together. And so the, 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 one of the greatest pleasures I've ever had in life is when I get to be on a team. And um, you all remember back to high school sports and you're on a team and you accomplish something bigger than you can ever possibly do by yourself, especially if you're on a team that has many, many parts to it that do many different things, like a football team or a baseball team where you've got the big guy on the line and you got the little fast guy as the back, and everyone has a role and they all have it different. And so 
you know, the body of Christ, the church, is a team. Yeah. And us body of constructors, all the trades, we're a team. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's, it's a very similar analogy. In, in 1 Corinthians 12, Paul reminds us that uh, in 12, 14 through 19, he says, For the body does not consist of one member, but many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear would say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of the body. And if the whole body were an eye, where would we be in hearing? And if the whole body were an ear, where would we be for the sense of smell? Mm-hmm. But as is gay as God arranged the organs in the body, each one of them, as he chose. and and I think about that, and I think about us as a team trying to put together something and create something, and we get that's a unique thing that we get to do. Yeah. You know, in our day, if all of us were plumbers, where would the electric come from? Mm-hmm. If all of us were carpenters, how would that huge hole get dug out in the middle of the field? Mm-hmm. And, we, and we, we often get it wrong when we don't honor and respect the other trades in the construction industry when... And and architects have the have the <laughs> the biggest negative reputation of that would be the sort of ego arrogant architect guy comes on the site see, uh, the scene with the cape and he's going to solve the whole thing and and you know um, the, the the truth is that that architects are the the biggest emperor with no clothes because we don't know how to build anything I mean we we draw stuff you know we don't build things and if we actually tried to hang a door. That kind of thing, it 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 starts to prove itself. And um, but just think about that 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 we get it right when we're acting as a team and we're asking each other questions and we're building each other up and saying, so how would you do that? I mean, here's the goal: we're trying to get this to fit in this little spot and look like this. And how do you do that? So, um, yeah, that is. Uh, when it becomes a, a beautiful thing and, and a blessing and um yeah the uh each of us <clears throat> are members of the body and and we also glorify god and worship him mm-hmm. um when the when the uh the whole thing starts to be something where you're doing your very best yeah. and you're bringing your best to it, whether you're bringing a shower door or a hole in the earth or the concrete or but what portion you're bringing to it. If you're bringing your very best to it, you know, excellence and, and you know, perfection is, is God's only. But uh, when we work for excellence, then then something great starts to happen. And I think it becomes worship. I, I worship God when I'm on a job site. And I still have this picture in my head. I'm standing on a job site and these carpenters are putting up some hickory, custom hickory on a ceiling in a bedroom. Hmm. You know, the hickory itself, the cost of the hickory was about $30,000 for this bedroom ceiling. So it's not like you measure once, cut twice. It's you measure 17 times and cut once. I mean, it's like, you know, and, and there's a guy up on a scaffolding and there's another guy down there and, and, you know, they're, jamming to the the tunes and i hear the one guy say 12 foot four and five sixteenths heavy 
and the guy saws the board and throws it up to him. And I'm thinking, well, he just did something miraculous. I, I mean, 12 foot 4 and 5 sixteenths heavy, which, which means he cut it to the heavy side of a 16th. You know, he's thinking in the 30 seconds when he's sawing a piece of wood with a, with a circle saw. You know, if I saw someone with a circle saw, that's all jagged and, you know, I'm doing okay if I'm building a tree fort. But I mean, and, and, and they're not even thinking about it. You know, they're listening to, you know, heavy metal and he throws the board up there and he just, he takes that thing with his uh, hammer and his, uh, what do you call it, the, the nail gun and goes, ba-bum. And you look at it and you go, do you realize what you just did? I mean, that is amazing what just happened. You know, I just, that is worship. That is, I mean, they don't even realize it because they do it all day long. But I mean, any other human being trying to do that could not possibly do it. And then, you know, they are thinking about uh, how the wood is dried and that it's got to be a certain percentage moisture content. And they ship it to the site and get it there seven days beforehand and turn on the air conditioner and all that stuff. And, and you know, the, uh, they just do it because that's what they do. And they don't even think of it as worship. But it's worship to me that somebody could have that kind of skill at the thing they do, the body part they are in the body of getting something built. Mm-hmm. Or in, in the, the excitement, you can hear it in my voice right now. I mean, there was a guy named Mike Collins, and he was a waterproofer. And he'd do seminars at his office on waterproofing. And he even tried to create his own product. I think he's retired by now. But. It was just such a joy because waterproofing, you know, you spray the rubber stuff on the wall. Mm -hmm. And he just was so excited about waterproofing. He just loved to talk about it. And he just, you could see it in his face that it was something that brought joy to his heart. And to me, that was like, it was, it made me smile inside when I saw him or other people in the in the industry that we know, Chip Bloom and Stucco. I mean, Chip Bloom, Bloom equals Stucco. Or Dave Green and Windows. Yeah. You know, the, the the thing about Dave Green, he's been doing it so long. And um, I'm one of those old guys where I used to like to take the book out and flip through the book and say, okay, where's the double hungs? And I flip to the double hung section and look down there. Oh, there's the window I want. And then, you know, I go online now because it's all online. And and I can't possibly find the window. I mean, I mean, it's it's like it took me 20 minutes to to navigate the website. You know, that you tell tell the kid at the office, go find this window, and in 13 seconds he's got it. Yep. Me, if I'm here alone, I just I can't even find it. So, so I just called Dave Green. I just give him a call on his phone, his cell phone. He's driving down the highway, and I go, Hey, Dave, what's the closest thing you got to a three foot by five foot double hung? And he'll go. Oh, that would be the, and he rattles off a number about seven digits long. And he says, and it's really, you know, the unit dimension is, you know, three, 36 and uh, seven thirty seconds wide by, and he's doing it from memory. Yeah. I mean, he's giving me these to the 32nd, a window size to memory. And I, I just chuckle. I go, thanks, Dave. And I hang up and I write it down on my sheet. So he's like a, a He's like a computer, you know, it's just, he, he knows his product so well that, I mean, and that glorifies God. It really does. And that is, that is worship in that, that it's, he could, he could have taken the, the, the thought that, oh, I'm selling windows today. Oh, got another window to sell. Oh, uh, no. I mean, if he's worshiping God with the way he sells windows or, or what he's thinking about windows, then he's really thinking about windows and that makes 
the product all the better. And it makes the, the whole uh, one of those things where, you know, no person can be like the, the master builder where they do this whole thing all by themselves anymore. It's just not, not even possible. You think about all the pieces and parts that go into a building and, and I just marvel, you know, you just marvel at um, the, um, what gets accomplished uh, when, when the whole thing gets done and you step back. Um, hmm. And um, the, the, the whole thought that we get to be a part of that, you know, some professions, um, they don't see physically an end result. And, you know, I, I just love the part where you get done with the project and the client walks up and goes, that took four months to build that kitchen. It looks like it just was, it grew right there, right in the middle of the house. That's the way it was supposed to be. Why'd it take so long? Yeah. And you just kind of chuckle sure. and think inside mm. everybody that did their part on this project knows how hard it was and how perfectly they had to do their part the body part of the body they were whether it was the the guy setting the tile or, or putting the grout in or whatever they all had to do their part really well for it to look like it just grew inside inside that house yeah. and with god it's the same way i mean you think about the creation and what we get to see every day as believers in a creating god and you look at a maple leaf or a finger or a blade of grass, or a flower, and what kind of work, creative work, did it really take mm -hmm. to bring that kind of perfection and order out of chaos, mm. out of the formless void? And, you know, the more our scientists learn, they're digging down deeper with the microscope, and they, they see the complexity, and it keeps growing more and more and more. And you just worship, you know, and you just say, wow, and you marvel. Um, yeah. so as we go into it today, you know, we can know that we're all busy right now. Thank God he, the, the way he's ordained it the, in Cincinnati, Ohio, the construction industry is really, uh, quite, uh, busy right now. Mm -hmm. And we can look at it with joy and we can just marvel when we look at what we do and we can praise him with how we get to be a part of bringing order out of chaos. Mm. That's good. That's good, Mark. I, I just did a quick search on the definition of worship, and it says express, uh, expression of reverence and adoration. And it really is interesting as I'm, I'm some, taking some notes on become, like a lot of the guy, a lot of the folks on the call are unconsciously competent at, certain tasks like over the years yeah they've got brad's gotten very good um he's become unconsciously competent at drawing certain applications as an architect and so one of the one of the opportunities that we have it seems mark is that we have an opportunity to change our perspective from i'm just doing uh excellent work to i'm doing excellent work as an expression of my reverence and adoration towards the creator of the universe. And that slight perspective shift as I'm pondering that right now, as I'm, I'm saying this, 
I'm like, gosh, that's really interesting that God gives us an opportunity to, to change our perspective while we're doing work. And that change of perspective, perspective can actually be an expression of reverence and adoration. And you see it in other yeah. people. You, you admire that in other people, that woodworker that was doing the uh, cutting that hickory. Um, you actually were, uh, you, you had the opportunity to worship the Lord by somebody else's uh, expertise, which is. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful. Powerful. And quite. Yeah. Okay. That's good. All right. I'm going to be chewing on this today, Mark. Um, pray uh, just again to save time. Uh, go ahead and launch us into the rest of our day. If you would, please, Mark. Yeah, Lord, thank you for the opportunity you give us to worship you with everything, with all of our being, with our mouth, uh, with our hands, with our attitude. And um, thank you for this opportunity to get together with the other body, members of the body of Christ and body of constructors. We all get together and don't even think about it, but over the course of months, something appears that is bigger than could have ever happened if we hadn't been part of a team Mm -hmm. and we all marvel and step back and go wow look at that did i do that (laughs) lord jesus you've given us all those different talents and gifts and parts of the whole process and we get to uh watch how you've made us all part of the body and uh worship you with watching each other do what we do Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. And let us think about that as we approach today and go to job sites and look at people doing what they're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well done. Love you guys. Have a fantastic Tuesday.